Uh, you ready to do this, man? Yes, I am. Let's do it, brother. All right, cue the intro music. Welcome one, welcome all to the 1st and the 15th. We are coming to you live from two remote locations. Uh, with My name is Anthony Barrera. With me as always is my co-host, Jaime Vidhan. What's up? How's it going, everyone? Mr. Jaime V here. Uh, how do you feel, man? This is the first episode, episode one. I feel pretty good, actually, about it. You know, I think we'll have some interesting little things to talk about, and uh, we'll see how that how that goes. All right, so first off, we're going to give you all some background information on who we are. Yeah. Uh, we- my name is Anthony. I spent four years, quote-unquote, working uh, in the theater. Uh, after that, I uh, tried my hand at filmmaking, and now I'm doing stand-up com- comedy. been doing stand-up comedy now for two years. Uh, it's been a fucking blast. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed, do you want to give him something yeah, on you? Yeah, you know, actually, me and Anthony have similar beginnings, except I didn't get into comedy. But we both went to, uh, you know, Selena's High, and we did theater there. That's where I got my start. But, for you know, uh, I was doing theater before Anthony. And then I think the Western Stage, too, after that, for quite a few years, even even in high school, I worked at the Western Stage. Um, yeah, I'd remember you, you'd go there. Yeah, it, it was actually after, after, after class. class and just start working. I remember working during the summer, too. And doing a lot of construction, a lot of painting, and uh... that was also the time that Jaime started smoking, which <laughs> put me and him at odds because I was drug free at the time. Yeah, you know, I I think it was start, I started smoking really like senior year of of high school, um, and it was you know, it wasn't just even like every day or anything, but just socially with my friends. But I remember working at the Western Stage during that time. I don't remember exactly what I was doing. I don't know if I was. Uh, I think I'm, I think I was assistant stage manager by this point. And yeah, you know, I, Western Stage was awesome for the time being. I don't know when I cut that off. I think it was 2015 where I stopped, and I think I started just do, taking a break from that, doing other things, focusing more on uh, filmmaking, uh, which I picked up in 20 i'm sorry 2011 when i i made a, a short film actually I mean, I think me and anthony were in the same class at the time we were okay. yeah i remember that yeah no this uh this mother yeah go ahead we had to do a we had to make a short film for every chapter of lord and the, Fl- lord, uh, of the flies. lord and the flies yeah. lord of the flies uh-huh. there you go and uh our teacher held an impromptu award show yeah. for all the videos right. And Jaime won best screenplay. I don't know how you win that. You know, I think it was just the presentation of the script. Because I think at the time, I was, uh, I think I already had like one year in theater. I think I wrote like one, uh, one act play. And I was like, you know what? I think I can write this little short film for this class. And I like scripted it out. And I look professional as hell. Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember your acceptance speech. You said, uh, I've read all your other screenplays. And mine is the best. Yeah, I was pretty cocky about the whole thing, but I think like right then and there is when I realized I wanted to be a filmmaker because there was like almost like a high to like being up on stage and even though we weren't on stage or whatever, but it was just a podium. But just to 
have that recognition of someone actually liking your, yeah. your work. You just back when there was so much hope. Right. Yeah, I wish I had that disc. Uh, or I wish I had that movie still, but yeah, that's all right. But I, it's I, right. I do want to mention too is that um, during high school, I think I, I think once Anthony got the bug of acting, uh, we you know explored some film too, and I I remember my my first film really after Lord of the Flies uh, was we, we all go mad. We spent we spent yeah, a whole summer a... just making uh, a movie. You, me, um, Raleigh, Harry, Kristen. yeah, Raleigh and uh, Kristen and Harry. Uh, a lot of fun yeah. people that we got to work with. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff uh, back then. Yeah, and then uh, we moved. We kept it moving. You know. Course, uh, do you have any crazy theater stories? Crazy theater stories, man. There's. I can't even. There's like a. There's a lot. I remember thinking the other day about. It wasn't a show, but it was definitely a production for sure. It was Halloween, and uh, Mr. Smith he 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 liked to do a haunted house in the theater. And I remember just putting up a whole bunch of lights, like red lights, make it dark. I think there was a couple strobes at the time. Had creepy music playing. And I'm, I, I remember just, we, we, there was a setup in the center of the theater on stage of like, a, I think it was like a, a corpse. And it was like, it was like torn open, like of zombies or, or like ate up its like guts. And I remember the, the guts that they used was spaghetti, just a bunch of spaghetti. That's fucking crazy. And it, it, no, it, it, it reeked after. Like I had to clean it up. <laughs> Yeah, I we mean, had to clean it up. It was raw pasta. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Like I, I could not handle it. I almost <laughs> like threw up a few times. It was. Jesus. I remember doing a lot of shit for like the classes or Mr. Smith. Like, I mean, they put on the shows, and I'm just like the guy working backstage and at like uh, juggling like everyone's jobs or doing so, or like adapting or like. But we had a fun time, I think. You think you had a crazy time in the theater, dude? Uh, after a show at the Western Stage, we all got we all went to um, one of the actors' house, mm-hmm. and we got so fucked up. Um, a girl ended up making out with me, and she later got really? kicked out. Yeah, um, I blacked out. I had to find out about all of that the, the like, next day. The next day. Wait, I think I kind of remember this, but maybe I was there. No. Uh, I don't think you were was there it? at the oh, time, okay. no. Shit. You had already that's, moved by that's then. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was pretty wild. Uh, one of the many, many signs I've gotten to stop drinking so much. <laughs> but, uh, or if anything, to just to yeah. drink more so I can forget. Yeah. So, like I said, around the same time he left the theater, I did as well. Yeah. Or actually, like a year later. Probably. And uh, we both really f- started focusing on filmmaking, mm-hmm. uh, writing scripts, trying right. to make them. Uh, Short films. I ended up going into comedy, stand-up comedy. Uh, that, oh, let me tell you, man. Let me tell you. That was some shit. Uh, so I started out doing poetry, right? Mm-hmm. In Monterey? Uh, yeah, in Monterey at this, uh, at this coffee lounge that they had an open mic every Wednesday. Right. And... 
um, Matt Bachmeyer, mm-hmm. one of my friends, one, you know, right. uh, he was he was trying his hand at stand up, uh, and he's like, and... "Why don't you come out too?" He basically he basically yeah, did so the he... same thing Brady did to you, bringing you into exactly, theater. yeah. Okay, so go on. Um, so <laughs> we're uh, we're at the shop, mm-hmm. right? And like a bunch of other people end up trying to do comedy as well that right. day, and. Matt has to go last. I was signed up after Matt, mm. but Matt, we signed up so late that he had to go last. Last of the show, like 10.30 p.m., no one's in there Damn. anymore. Homeboy bombs Damn. bad. Where? Yeah, and I got to read my poem, so I was right. happy. <laughs> so he, he was, but, doing, he was uh, doing comedy then. He wasn't reading a poem. No, no, no he was doing oh, comedy. Okay. Uh, and yeah. we just kept coming back to that mic, me because I wanted to do poetry, and him because he wanted to do stand-up. Right. And then the more and more, like, I would be there and watch them do stand-up, I kept telling myself, like, I could do that. Like, I could do that. Hmm. I could probably do it better than some of these guys. And one time I caught myself saying that out loud, and I got challenged, like, oh, you think you can do oh, yeah? this? Go on stage. I went on stage and fucking killed it, Damn, dude. What, what, I mean, what was the material? You just thought of it, like, right then and there? Or you you were thinking about it over No, time? it was actually a story that had happened where uh, I was at work at a gas station, and a little person had walked mm-hmm. in there, and I uh, mistook them for a child. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so I told that story. A whole room is just oh, dying laughing, God. right? I walk off. I had never felt like that before. Because when you're in theater and... You get a great right. reaction. It feels awesome, but they're not your words. Mm. You know, somebody else wrote them. You rehearsed OG, them. Original. Yeah, and like you know, just going up there and saying that off the cuff and it working was whew. Let me tell you, dude. Uh, After that, I couldn't yeah. stop. Couldn't it's stop. It basically sounds like my story too. It's just like you you did something that you made. Like it came from your your mind, your voice, and. People were like, oh, that's actually pretty good. You know, and you're like, oh, damn, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, the only difference is uh, is afterwards I, I got drunk as fuck. Yeah, that same night? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because I, yeah, I felt so like, great. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was that was some that was some fun times. Uh, so speaking of that, let's let's do a 2019 recap. Yeah. I would like you know, first episode, it's being shot in 2020. Right. Let's wrap up 2019 right. while we can. Okay, yeah, exactly. Because I think it, for our listeners, hopefully you care, you know, uh, where we came from and what led us to this point right now, how we're making this podcast. And uh, yeah, even if you don't care, you know now. <laughs> and so this 2019, I'm trying to remember exactly what I was up to. Like at the beginning of the year, I think uh, you know, 2019. I think I made a short film. I think it was Old Sunny. I think I just released it in January. I think that that's what I was up to. And after that, I don't even know. Possibly making gutter yeah. I, I didn't eventually. get. I think it was after you released Old Sunny that I was like, okay, let's uh, let's let's get back into filmmaking. Right. Who do I call? There's only one person I can call. Right. Let's call Jaime. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, a few months later, we uh, we had gutter just sitting there, ready to be put yeah. out. No, I, and we held on to that for a while. Say, no, we did. It was sitting in the computer for a little bit, and then I can't remember. I think it was a film festival. 
No, I don't know what brought it back out. I think it was we wanted to do enter in a film festival. Is that what happened? Yeah, there's a f- there's a film festival in Santa Cruz that I wanted to hit up. Mm-hmm. And well, I knew we had a film in the bank, right. so why not? Why not use it? Exactly. Yeah. So then we put it out and after we put it out, we we're like, oh, oh, I don't know about you, but like as soon as it got put out, I was like, oh, we need to do more right. of this. Yeah, there's no is after you make a film, a short film, and you think, you know, it's a fair job of, especially after all the years of making other short films that are, what are you know, subpar. They're mostly, um, they're, my, they're my film school, your film school, you know, it's a learning process. You get better as you go. And I think with Gutter, we felt that, you know, it's, it's presentable. We can put it out in film festivals. But, and then after, after that, um, we just kind of want like to. We, we just want to do it yeah, better. We want, we, exactly, we want to do it better. We want to just keep making more, and that led us to eventually um, collaborating on another project that I had an idea for uh, sometime in 2019. I think like late 2019, I had an idea, and I, I ran it by. I think me and Anthony had been t- hanging out uh, at the time. I'm not really sure. Yeah, we did spend a we we did spend a while not right, hanging out. out. Yeah, but I, I think I remember too coming. I think what like reconnect, reconnected it was I'd come to one of your your comedy shows. I think it was like the one year anniversary. It was yeah the one year anniversary of the comedy right. show. And uh, for some context, Jaime had moved to San Bernardino. Right. Uh, what I think year it was? Twenty eighteen. 2017 to 2018, I believe. I can't. It's hard to pinpoint certain years. Yeah, but and some some years yeah. ago for sure. And during that time, you know, we had drifted a bit mm-hmm. apart, considering the the distance distance between us. And yeah, we were both doing our own things. So when uh, Jaime came back, it wasn't like an immediate link up right. again. It did take it did take some time, but. Yeah, and I spent a week in San, or like not a week, like three or four days in San Bernardino mm-hmm. visiting him mm-hmm. while he was I out remember. there. That place sucks. It does. You're right. I don't know how you made it, it that long out there. It's a fucking. It was dreadful. It's a fucking desert. It's hell. It's literally hell. It's and it. You know the reason I I ended up over there. I'll tell you really quick. Um, I'd have been living in a one a one bedroom um, room in a house. Uh, north side of town Salinas and I, I lived there for a year and I knew people were moving in and the household changed dramatically from what it was before and so I decided you had new roommates right, or what no, it was just a whole entire family moving in I remember that I oh and when I first moved in it was two guys just you know young dudes and they were really cool but eventually they moved out because of girlfriends and becoming wives so new people moved in and then they eventually became a whole family just moving in (laughs) no it was the strangest time it was just yeah you you became adopted it it was weird so i just decided i gotta take off i gotta get out of here but i don't want to move back with my parents and i thought you know what why not try going down south and starting my career as a filmmaker you know like your dreams and so you decide to go to reading <laughs> no no it was uh, Redlands. 
Oh, Redlands. But, but yeah, I went to Redlands because uh, my friend Zach Pappas was living there at the time. And I thought, why not like just roommate with him and save a little bit of money? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. And so we, I went down there and just started working at Red Lobster. Just transferred over, made some friends. I actually pl- learned to play pool down in San Bernardino. That's yeah. Jaime's a big but, pool aficionado. Yeah, no, I, I literally played for a whole year, just nonstop pool. And uh, let's see, but when I was down in San Bernardino, uh, just over time, just I realized the 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 fast paced life down there, in a way, and the heat, just everything, just gets to you. It just breaks you down to the core. Like, I remember going there and being a certain person, a certain way. And then after coming back, after San Bernardino beat me down, I, I had become a different person when I came back. Yeah, I did kind of notice that. I mean, I, I can't really blame right. you. Just uh, based on my short stint there, I was ready to rip a motherfucker's <laughs> head off. Yeah. At any given moment, like... I don't think people re- like realize this. I was on a couch sweating oh like at God. two yeah. in the morning because it was so, so hot. Yeah, and we're like on the third floor as well. With the yeah. obvious complex. And we brought beer. I didn't even want to drink it because it was so <laughs> hot. Like, I don't want to be drunk in this heat. No, no, literally every time you get into your car, it's, it feels like an oven. Like when you open the oven, that's what it feels like. It was Yeah, I don't know how people live there. I, I don't know, know how there's an entire city no there. Either. And they're still there, right? I now. had to take a fucking oh the trip to San Bernardino was the best. We were gonna fucking take the train. Oh, that's the best. But it's apparently, train. train tickets are really? expensive as fuck. So I took the train. Yeah. I took the train once. Like I had, it was nice. I had yeah, me too. Uh, I took it one way, but round trip is oh, like you know oh, okay. double the price. Yeah. I, I took so one way. Me and Matt, me and Matt, like we were going and we decided to take the bus there. We didn't realize it was a twelve-hour bus oh. ride. Yeah, so oh, God. <laughs> we we rode um sitting next to each other on the way there. On the way back, we took separate That's seats. That's so funny. <laughs> Cause, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was fucked. <laughs> man, I didn't know that you guys took the bus. That's too funny. That you drove, I swear. Yeah, no, it was horrible. That's it was literally horrible. That was my vacation that year. Those four days in hell. Oh man. Yeah, no. Uh, it was horrible. Uh, well, now that you know we've kind of, you kind of touched on a little bit of the past. Let's touch on a little bit of the present. Uh, the present situation Definitely. right now. Uh, nothing like this has ever happened before. Right. I'm sure. You know. Yeah. Hopefully, this... I was going to say real quick. If you're listening to this, hopefully it's May first, 2020, and uh, obviously all of us are in quarantine, shelter in place, that kind of thing, right? So, I mean, I'm not sure what it's going to be like on May 1st. It's only April 13th right now. Way to break the fourth wall, Jaime. (laughs) Yeah, let them know this is (laughs) pre-recorded. My bad, everyone. But I'm just saying, you know, we don't know what it... I mean, I'm just saying, like, we don't know what the future holds for us yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't. 
it, it's it's really some scary shit, man. Like when you start reading it, like it, it's it's like it's everywhere, you know. Like you you can't you can't you know flip on the television that. without hearing exactly. about it. Some update, mm-hmm. something new happening, someone else dying, right. like someone else being test you know testing positive. It, you you man, know, think, thankfully though, I mean, my, me personally, I, no one I know uh, has been affected, as far as I know. That's which cool. Is a good thing, you know. And I think the numbers yeah. are pretty low in Salinas, as you know, as compared to. Um, our... Last I checked, we were at eighty-four confirmed cases, mm. uh, fifteen recoveries, and three deaths. Mm, that's too bad. Yeah, it really is. Uh. I could tell you this. I didn't think this shit would happen when 2020 yeah, started. Yeah, me neither. Honestly, it was, it's so funny about everyone's mindset going into 2020. Because we were all like thinking, like, this is the year. Like, this is it. This is when we yeah. do This is everyone. It's the beginning of the decade. Everyone was thinking the same thing. And then... And, for you know, for a large part, I saw most people actually getting on their shit and, like, pulling themselves together and trying to get their lives headed the right way. And then this fucking thing comes out of nowhere and sidelines everyone. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... You know, I was actually, I was talking to my roommate, my, my former roommates now, I suppose, soon to be. Um, and we were talking about how this current state of, of uh, being right now and how there's kids being born, like, right now. Or even like growing up during this this time, and it'll be interesting to explain to them like what was happening like later down the line. You know, oh. looking back, can't wait to tell my grandkids about you know the spring of COVID twenty. Right, you know, actually, yeah, and this but practically it's the year's almost done. It's 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 practically gone. It's it might as well just be twenty twenty one. Well, listen, uh, my opinion is that summer is canceled. Uh, they just don't want to tell you. because yeah, that'll bum you out. But, I mean, yeah, you know, like, I had such high hopes going into spring. Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. did. Uh, I When it started, I was like, oh, when this shit lifts, summer's going to be a dream. But now there's really no end in sight. And you just have to wonder where, where it's all going to lead yeah. to. You know, I mean, let's just hope it doesn't go a full year. That would be terrible. You know, like the rest of this 2020. I mean, I, I hope. Yeah. My, my hopes are that we can get back to uh, quotation normal um, by June or July. But yeah, it's also funny that like people are saying things will get back to normal. Right. Right. Uh, when you really think about it, things weren't normal right. when all of this but happened. Like there was a lot of fuck shit going right. on before this happened. But I think it's happened. just you know, I guess just the going to the store and going to bars, and hanging out, that kind of stuff. Well, you know, my big uh, concern is going to be are the elections like later this year. Mm. You know, because there, it's it's a pretty pivotal moment in yeah, our history. Of course. And it's being completely overshadowed by this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling there will be some political groups that are going to use this as an opportunity to take advantage. That's very possible. Uh, I mean, it has happened probably I mean, in the past. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, probably. This is one of, the, this is one of history's greatest distractions. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think obviously too, because of like the, how the media's how the media's used or certain networks control certain things and whatnot, and they can just say what they'd like to influence us. Um, scare tactics. Yeah. Keep us where we keep us in line. I mean, people respond to fear. People respond to fear more than they respond to reason. That's very true. That's I mean, unfortunate, but it's human yeah. nature. I mean, yeah. What are you going to listen to? Uh, the, the The newsletter saying that your entire family is in danger, or a census? You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah. But I think you know, for some of us, we're like. We, we, we really don't want to look at the news too much, but we don't want to stay uninformed as well. That's the tough part is, you know, trying to yeah, it's, filter it's, the really bad stuff to the, to the actual it's knowledge. It's a balancing act. Uh-huh. But I think like, yeah, we'll be, I think we'll be okay. I don't know. I think right now. It, uh, I, I hope, I hope I, we're I okay. There are a shitload of people in Italy that aren't yeah. okay right now. Yeah. You know, and right now the U.S. is uh, it's the most infected country in the world. Uh, so, you know, stay safe out yeah. there. Wash your fucking hands. Yes, yes. You know, uh-huh. practice social distancing. Hand sanitize. But that's enough of this. That's enough of the uh, current affairs. I think people are pretty brain dead <laughs> on that already. Yeah, of course. Uh. Let's get to the shithead yes, of the episode. The shithead of the episode. So this is going to be something we end every episode on. Uh, two people that both me and Jaime think that are just yeah. uh, the real definition of the word yeah, shithead. Piece of, piece uh, I'll go. I'll go ahead and go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so recently in the news, um, Floyd Mayweather's daughter mm-hmm. has uh, has run into some legal issues. Uh, NBA young boy is a rapper. He's an up and coming popular rapper. Uh, it was hanging out with his baby mama at an undisclosed location. Floyd Mayweather's daughter uh, apparently had a romantic history with NBA Youngboy. Uh, went over to this undisclosed location, got into a physical altercation with NBA Youngboy's baby mama, mm-hmm. and ended up stabbing her repeatedly. Jesus. Yeah, the the baby mama is oh in a critical condition. I don't know if she's recovered mm-hmm. yet, but uh, Floyd Mayweather's daughter is facing up to ninety nine years in jail for aggravated assault with a deadly You're weapon. Kidding me? Ninety nine years? Well, oh I mean, God. you almost killed someone. That's crazy. <laughs> like, if they didn't get rushed to the hospital, they'd be oh dead. Oh my God! I mean, that's so, so as it's I've heard, attempt- she's hired for attempted murder then. Yeah. 99 years. Good God. Go on. She hired her. Uh, she's hired uh, Jay Prince's lawyer. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jay Prince is like a super high-powered uh, producer in the music industry. So she's really not fucking around. She's hiring the best of the best in terms of legal representation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean... If- uh, personally, I just hope she gets the counseling that she obviously needs. needs. You know, yeah. Like... Now, I was going to say is that, I mean, even with this lawyer, I mean, she's still gonna, she's still probably going to do time. Yeah, there's no way she doesn't do right. time, in my opinion. Like, even if it's five years, I mean, I get it. You're Floyd Mayweather's mm-hmm. kid. Floyd Mayweather is rich as yeah. fuck. But 
all the money in the world isn't going to save you, you, you. I don't, you don't think, think that from time. Uh, you don't think possibly that they'll do some just hospital time. You know, she'll go into. Um, I hope. I hope. I hope she gets some time where she has to get some counseling because yeah. I don't know if anyone in her circle or camp is gonna accept her. Is gonna you know kind of behavior. yeah. But you know, like I don't know. You you grow up around a particularly violent household, right. and I guess this is the result all of the, that. Yeah, unfortunately. All, that, all that fame and fortune and whatnot. I'm sure. I mean, I don't even... and again, it's not like Floyd Mayweather is the best role model right. to have. I mean, you know, yeah. he's got his own legal issues. That, that's crazy, though. But yeah, that's my uh, shithead of the episode, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I'm going to keep it in the theme of sports for my shithead. Um, I was thinking about either a group of people or just one person. I'm going to kind of attack both. Um, so personally, my shithead are the Houston Astros, specifically <laughs> specifically Jose Altuve, if you guys don't know. Uh, I am a big baseball fan. I'm a Yankee fan as well as a Giants fan, but bigger Yankee fan growing up. Um, obviously, last year in 2019 – during the ALCS, the um, championship series, I think it was, I think it was game six. I'm not really sure, possibly game five, but it was tied four to four in the ninth inning. Houston Astros against the New York Yankees, bottom of the ninth, with two outs. Jose Altuve is up to bat against Araldis Chapman. Araldis Chapman is probably the hardest left-handed thrower in the game. He'll give you like a hundred mile per hour fastball, one hundred one sometimes. He's not fucking around. Right? Like no, seriously, he's not. Like you know what's coming. It, it's a, <laughs> it's fast, so, and you know he has a slider as well. That'll be like an eighty six mile per hour slider. I, I can't remember what else he has. Possibly a changeup. But yeah, for reference, hop in your car, <laughs> hit the gas till you go a hundred miles an hour, and that's how fast that ball is flying at exactly. you. Exactly. And so, Houston, they're playing in Houston. And, like I said before, it's two outs, bottom of the ninth. I think it was two to one. And so far, Chapman's already thrown a few fastballs, possibly one slider. But, I mean, for when, when I watch the video of, of a Jose Altuve hitting the home run, it, it looks like, He's really waiting for a slider, which is very odd because if I'm the batter, I'm thinking this, this guy's throwing a fastball. This is, that's what this guy's known for. And if, if I'm sitting on slow stuff, I mean, I know it's coming, you know, otherwise I'm risking a yeah. fastball. I'm risking a strike, but I'm going to sit on it. I'm Jose Altuga. I'm sitting on it I, and he smacks it. He smacks the ball an 84 mile an hour slider. Smacks it into left field, walk off home run. The Astros end game, end game, final. They've won, and you see the, the smile on Chapman's face, and he knows like something is up. Like there's no way he could have hit my slider. And then you see Jose Altuve coming around third. But what's so odd about it is that like I would think someone who just walked off would be celebrating, would just be like, "Let's go." We got, we did it. Just we won. just won the fucking championship series. We're going to the World Series. I would be like cheering. I'd be jumping up. I'd throw my helmet. But not Jose Altuve. 
apparently when he he comes around third base yeah and he he's about to get attacked by his uh you know fellow teammates of course but what he does is he comes around third and he he he, he goes he waves him don't rip off my jersey he he tucks his sh- his shirt in trying to hide something and he says don't rip off my jersey and then after he you know everyone's celebrating he touches home he immediately goes to the dugout and takes off his jersey and comes back with like another shirt on and people mm. are speculating that it's possible that Jose Altuve was using a buzzer to oh, are they speculating or was that proven I, it was not proven it was not proven unfortunately there was a, i mean it sounds like everyone, everyone kind of agrees on what happened yeah everyone thinks that you know well if you don't know in 2017 real quick in 2017 it has been proven this was after they proved it after the world series it has been proven that the astros did cheat in the 2017 season to win a those motherfuckers world series and uh the way they did it just really quick i'm gonna give it explanation is that they would hit a trash can to signal uh when a change a change up was coming or a slider curveball you know an off-speed pitch and when you didn't hear it usually a fastball would come so you you already know what pitch is coming and so they did that in 2017 against the alley dodgers and then i mean who's not i mean maybe it's possible they did it in 2018 as well I mean, and who's, I mean, they probably did it in 2019 also. I mean, when you win a World Series cheating, you don't, in your mind, you don't go, oh, you know what? We should stop cheating. <laughs> you know what? You know? like If it worked the first time, let's do it yeah, better the, the second course. time. So you're going to want to do it better. You're going to want to improve on the system. So why not use electronics? You know, why not use buzzers? And let's go get this World exactly. Series. Let's go title. again. Like we were almost there last year too in 2018. So let's let's go again. But yeah, my shithead is Jose Altuve because I don't believe him. It seems pretty ridiculous. Even what he said afterwards to the interviewer, he, he, I think he asked him like how he was feeling about the situation about hitting the home run and why why Ooh, he why he acted the way he did, telling him not to rip up rip, rip off his jersey. And, and uh, I think he said, like, oh, uh, my wife would get mad if they tore off my, my shirt. Your wife would get mad if you uh, won the game for your team. Right. And celebrated. And then celebrated with exactly. them. Exactly. And then he, and then. <laughs> All yeah. right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and then, no, he says one more. He says that he was covering up a tattoo as well. Like, trying to back it up all right buddy yeah no one did he later show the tattoo uh, you know what i think he did eventually but not like after he got a tattoo right like <laughs> oh you know what now i gotta get a tattoo probably like to, to, get to a cover. tattoo. I, I, you know i haven't seen it probably had the astros pay for right. it no i haven't seen the tattoo myself but i remember reading a small little, little article about him possibly saying something yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say it fuck the astros, yeah, no, fuck the astros. i lost a bunch of money on that game oh, God. Yeah, no, fuck the Astros, and, you know, I was hoping that we'd see them this year, 2020, so we can get our revenge. Everyone was looking forward to seeing all the Astros players get beamed. <laughs> I was, too. Now, I don't want to advocate for no, the violence no. against, I mean, against um, you no, know, players. of course not. 
you know, but but there should definitely be some disciplinary action being yeah, handed out. Uh, I think they should just take the World Series away, but that's just me. I'm there. I'm sure other people probably think the same thing. But yep, for real, for yeah. real. Well, all right, we've uh, we've hit the what, 37 well, minute mark, 38 minute mark. Great. How did you feel about it? I'm you know, first episode in the books. Yeah, first one. I feel great. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all episodes are going to sound like this. This was the first episode, yeah. and we kind of just wanted you guys to get a uh, feeling for who mm-hmm. we are as people. Exactly. Moving forward, you know, we'll cover we'll, co- we'll cover topics. other stuff, obviously. You know, actually, I do want to say really quickly about, like, our intentions with this podcast and what we want to do with it, if you want to touch on that, too. like, Yeah, go for it. Um, well, you know, personally, this was Anthony. I mean, I always wanted to do a podcast. I think ever since... Um, I discovered David Dobrik and Casey Neistat. I liked what they were doing with their vlogs, and I've heard a couple podcasts before, the Views podcast. And um, one of my, um, I wouldn't say mentor, but someone who inspired me to like create more content, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. If you don't know him, look him up, Gary V. Um, you know, he uh, pushed me a lot to go and create content videos and i thought why not make a podcast and so anthony came to me saying that he wanted to do a podcast aside from um the cowboy rowdy uh cowboy rowdy podcast and you know i thought the it would be interesting to do a podcast about uh art films painting writing anything like that just i guess anything about local artists coming together to share their opinion on certain aspects of social uh current events the art they're creating where they came from where they want to go what they want to do with it stuff like that that's where i want to come from um with hopefully the future episodes of this podcast i don't know if you have anything to say about that yeah, just strap yourselves in, motherfuckers. First and the 15th is going to be here for a while. Hopefully. But definitely. Alrighty. Well, uh, we want to thank you all for listening. We really fuck with you if you're uh, listening mm-hmm. right now. Definitely. I mean, that means you've made it to the end of the yeah, episode. That means you're a real one. Uh, we'll love to have you back on the next one. Uh, until then, uh, have a great yes, day. Yes.